Hello, everybody, and welcome to First and Goal, the hardest hitting up and coming ACC and SEC football podcast on the internet today. It is Thursday, August the 11th, in the year 2022. And today we got a good one coming at you. We got a ton of content. As always, I'm your host, Ben, joined here by my co host, the one, the only, Big Rob. What's going on, everybody? How are we doing today on this fine Thursday? Little little curveball coming at you, but uh, that's okay, man. Hey, we in fall camp, brother. That's exactly right, man. Last time we talked with y'all, fall camp was just now getting started. It's a few of the colleges, but still was a lot of them out there that hadn't quite kicked off yet. Now, everybody in the ACC and SEC is at full stride. We are nearly, hell, two weeks away. I think we're three weeks away from week zero. Three weeks or two weeks? I'm not sure. I think, I it's, think it would be two weeks from this Saturday, if I'm not mistaken. Last weekend, August. Including this Saturday, I think it's three weeks. Including this Saturday. But it's Thursday. Or, well, this coming Saturday is what I'm talking about. You got this Saturday. The next Saturday. Would be the 19th, I believe. And the Saturday after that would be. Yeah. Shit. You're right. Yeah. I'm pretty sure. Hey, we'll, go, we'll go with it. <laughs> That's right. But um, anyways, yeah, we're two weeks away from week zero in football, guys. Beyond excited. Football's in the air. You can smell the fresh cut grass. Harvest time's in the air. The farms gathering up all the crops. This is football season. Love it. Beyond excited. But what I'm not excited about is the breaking news that came out yesterday morning, which was absolutely heartbreaking, man. Absolutely, man. I mean, if y'all haven't heard yet, Sam Hartman's going to be out indefinitely uh, due to a non-football-related injury, I think is what they're calling it. It's a non-football-related health issue. That's right. Non-football-related health issue. He was... The starter for Wake Forest last two seasons now got a ton of experience under his belt. Great quarterback is probably looking to be a first round draft pick after this year, if not first round, probably very low second round. I would say, yeah, one of the best quarterbacks in the nation. The best quarterback that Wake Forest has ever seen. He holds all the passing records and just just a big blow for Wake Forest. Absolutely, man, and uh. Our thoughts and prayers, without a doubt, go out to this young man. Hopefully, we will see him back before the season's over. The head coach said more than likely we would see him before the season's out. He'll be back playing. So, fingers crossed. And Sam Hartman, if you hear this, we are hoping and praying for you, man. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Godspeed and uh, come back soon. That's exactly right. While we're up there in the state of North Carolina, though, I just want to take a little minute. I've been giving something a lot of thought. And then I watched the program the other evening. Gave us a little bit more inside depth on the University of North Carolina fall camp. Puts us a little bit inside the mind of Mac Brown up there. And I gotta tell you, man, North Carolina, they're I don't think they're gonna stink this year. I think they're gonna be pretty damn good. I tell you, they are definitely, I think, one of those fly below the radar teams that you're not really expecting this season. 
from everything that I saw, man, everything that I read, I mean, it looks like Mac Brown is coming into the season pissed off. He is ready to smack some mouths and just, you know, really get everything going and re-earn the pride back to North Carolina. I'm not even going to say pissed off. I think he's just coming into the year. Laser focus. He was first one that admitted to last year. He said we had a big issue. He said a lot of guys were not this time. He, this time last year, a lot of guys were more worried about NIL and publicity and all kinds of things and not worried really about winning. But this group of players they have this year, after coming out of another top 10 in the nation recruiting class, mm-hmm. he said, these guys right here, he said, all you hear about is guys wanting to win. That is the number one focus this year. Yeah. I'll be honest, that uh, beatdown they took in the bowl game at the hands of South Carolina last year, I believe that actually did a lot more help for them than hurt them. Yeah, I mean, what Mac Brown said himself, he said, last year you heard a lot about the NIL, people wanting to get paid, wanting to know where the money is, what's going on. He said this year, he said they haven't really had any issue talking about NIL. It's always been about the team winning. What can we do to better ourselves? And, um, man, I'll tell you what, just from, you know, what I saw so far of the practices, it's making a big difference. It absolutely is. It looks like a very much more laser-focused team. I mean, they look to have probably one of the – most aggressive-looking defensive lines coming oh in the year. goodness. The big uglies up front, man, they are going to be just absolute monsters. It just – I'm extremely interested to see how this defense does, see how really how this whole team does this year. But Yeah, I mean, the thing about the North Carolina, I mean, the defense I think is going to be a lot better than what they were last year. I think they're more focused, more in tune. The only question marks that you have is who's going to be the starting quarterback? What can they do for you? Your running back also went to the league, so you're going to be starting a new running back. But the biggest thing that you've got going for you is your return to Josh Downs, one of the best wide receivers in the league. That is absolutely right, man. You're returning one of the best wide receivers in the nation, without a doubt, one of the best in the ACC. But North Carolina, I mean, you're going to have a good running back. That's just a given. They always have great running backs. And the offensive line's always been pretty good at North Carolina. I think you just got a really good team. I mean, last year you had an issue with sacks. But, I mean, if you really evaluate the film and go back and look at a lot of things, not trying to knock the man. He did a lot of good things, very impressive things North Carolina. But to his detriment, one of the biggest issues North Carolina had last year at the same time was Sam Howell holding on to the ball way too long back there in the pocket trying to make things happen when he shouldn't. Yep. I think that also affected him a little bit in the draft. I think so. But there's just a ton of news in general in ACC this year. I mean, so many things changing and swirling. It's Once again this year, I feel like it's once again a wide-open league. We said last year this could be – anybody's year to win the ACC championship. Yeah, and it's definitely looking that way, man. I mean, you've got North Carolina flying under the radar. You have NC State doing NC State stuff. <laughs> you've got uh, – I mean, you got Virginia Tech. They're coming out to be wild, man. I mean, it's Miami. Yeah, I, I mean, mean, the list goes on and on. I mean, exactly. And, I mean, why are you talking about Miami? I mean, 
you look at what they're doing there since Crystal Ball's come in. You got a good team coming in this year. The culture appears to have completely shifted down there. I mean, that's looking like a very determined team to prove a lot of people wrong. But more so for years to come. I mean, right now in the 2023 recruiting rankings, they're in the top ten. Yeah, ranked number nine overall right now. Exactly. I mean, right behind Clemson. And they actually have been bouncing back and forth a little bit, trading positions with them. Yeah. But what's so impressive about this is, hell, really, in the better part of the last decade, besides occasionally North Carolina sneaking up in there, nobody has come close to competing with Clemson in the recruiting rankings in the ACC. No. And then all of a sudden, here comes Miami, just in the last two months, really, just exploding with recruits. I mean, Crystal Ball's bringing them in, and that's one of the reasons they hired him is he's always been a great recruiter, and it just it really appears to be paying off down there. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, let's, let's just take a look at what they've got going on right now. For Clemson, you've got two five-stars, 14 four-stars. That's a lot and, of talent. And three three-stars. At Miami, as it stood, you had one five-star – you had eight four-stars and eight three-stars. 17 total commitments for Miami and 19 total for Clemson. And they're ranked eight and nine right now. Exactly. I mean, Clemson's two up on them. Really, Miami could get one more good player, and that could change everything. I just think if they could get another five-star. Oh, it could change the whole atmosphere. Oh, yeah. Change the whole equation. So, really, we've been missing a lot, but once more, Miami – a storm's brewing down there, man. Oh, yeah. I, it really does appear. I'm. You can't go all in until the season starts, and we really get to see what's going on. But I just well, – I'm, I'm. If it looks like a duck, walks like a duck, and quacks like a duck, it's normally a duck. And especially the one that follows the hurricanes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, no, man, I mean, like you said, there's a storm brewing, and I'm just – I'm buying all the stock I can in Miami for years to come right now. It really makes me excited because, I mean, the team we're about to discuss right here in a second, it's going to renew a rivalry that I've missed over the years. It's just lacked a lot of electricity, and that's Miami and Virginia Tech. Oh, yeah. And I can't wait to see this rivalry pick back up because not only is Miami rebuilding, but Virginia Tech has been doing a lot of good things. And a bright spot in the program this year is it looks like we have nothing's been announced but from – Everything we have seen coming out of fall camp, everything we've read, everything we've heard, it looks like the quarterback competition is pretty much over. Yeah. It looks like Grant Wells is going to take over that number one quarterback spot for my for Virginia Tech. Excuse me. <laughs> excuse me. Don't kill me, Hokie fans. I'm sorry. But it uh, looks like Grant Wells is going to take over that top spot over Jason Brown, beating them in the between spring, summer, and fall camps. Yep. It looks like he has best of them. And, and don't get us wrong, nothing's been announced yet, but from everything, from all signs point to Grant Wells. Yeah. And, I mean, I got to admit, <clears throat> realistically, this is more so who I predicted. Yeah, Jason Brown did play in the SEC last year. He had some big wins over some notable teams like Auburn and Florida. But you look at the overall experience, I mean, Grant Wells was a two-year starter at Marshall. Had two very good seasons with Marshall. Got a reputation of being a gunslinger. Yes, sometimes he will put the ball in harm's way when he doesn't need to exactly. Mm -hmm. 
Bobby Hill, no guts, no glory. I mean, some of the best quarterbacks of all time were known for doing the same thing, Brett Favre. Yep. So, am I comparing Grant Wells to Brett Favre? I'm not going to go quite that far, but very similar characteristics in that. As far as the gunslinger trait goes, yes. And I think that's something Virginia Tech has been missing for quite a few years now. Oh, absolutely, man, absolutely. You know, just from the spring game, what we've actually seen alone practices, I mean, Grant Wells has definitely got the arm. He's He can put the ball spot on. The only thing with Jason Brown, and I'm not trying to knock the kid because he did do great things in South Carolina when he played, but he just put too much on himself. He tried to be too perfect. He, he tried not to mess up, and that's when you do mess up. Yeah, I got to – I'd have to go along with that. I can agree with that for sure. But – Hey, you never know. I mean, last year, South Carolina, Jason Brown was number three man on depth chart going <laughs> yeah. into the season. And hell, we've seen how that went. Yeah. So, that being said, it's going to be something that we're going to definitely keep an eye on going forward. But, in the spirit of discussing quarterbacks, that was some positive news. We also got a little bit of negative news on another quarterback over in the SEC. Go to Auburn. Boom, boom, boom. Another one bites the dust. <laughs> quarterback TJ Finley, who was in a very heated battle for the number one quarterback spot. A lot of people thought he was getting the nod up to this point to possibly be QB1. Mm-hmm. Was arrested for evading police. Bad boys, bad boys, what you gonna do? On a moped. You heard that right. I'm open. First of all, I just want to know. I'm not going to ask why you try to run all these other things. My question is, of all things to be your getaway vehicle, a damn scooter, a moped. A moped. I get that you can fit a moped in tight places and try to get away that way, but why are you running for a helmet violation? I don't... I don't know. I'm not going to get into all that. I'm not going to speculate. That's not my job. No. But it's just frustrating. It's so damn frustrating, man, because come on, guys. You got this NIL. He just signed an NIL deal. Huge NIL with deal with Amazon. Yeah, with Amazon. The only player to sign with Amazon. Exactly. I mean, that's a huge deal. That's, I mean, groundbreaking. Ground-shaking news. Incredible news. And then you go out and you run from the police and get arrested. And this is not the first time this has happened, apparently. That's the worst part. Yeah. So, I mean, do you just get a kick out of running from the cops? or I just I don't understand this, man. You're fighting for a number one spot. You're making good money. Trying to make a name for yourself, trying to get a shot at QB1, get a chance to go to the NFL, and you do dumb crap like this. Well, here's the thing, man. I mean, you are an SEC quarterback. You have a shot to make it to the big time. You're making great money through Amazon. You're going to get paid money in the NFL when you go. Your name's getting great exposure with Amazon. It's all about name, image, and likeness. Only bad things happen when you run from the police. That's the only thing that happens. Bad things happen when you run from the police. 
especially with all the stuff that's happened in the last, hell, we'll say the last decade. Yeah. All different incidents. We're not going to get into all that. I'm not big on politics on no. the damn show, but all the incidents happened in the last decade. Don't run from the cops. Yeah. Do the right thing, dude. Just comply. Pull over. Go along with it. Take a ticket. Go about your day. Yep. Just don't. This is reckless. And when you're a quarterback, you're supposed to be the smartest man on the field. You're supposed to be a leader. You're supposed to be a leader, but you're also supposed to be the smartest man on the field. I mean, this whole offense relies on your decision-making skills. (laughs) This is not good good decision-making. No. So, just bad news from Oliver, man. I hate to hear that, and it's... I'm getting sick and tired of it. It seems like every week or two we're discussing another player going down. Big name players. Yeah. Guys, football season's right here. Yeah. You can almost reach it. Yeah. Don't drop the damn ball. <laughs> focus, 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 focus. I feel like Coach Boone and remember the Titans. <laughs> You're killing me, Petey. <laughs> killing me. Yeah, we ain't going off into an NIL rant, but that's this is just ridiculous. It really is, man. It just really is, especially you never know what injuries and everything else in nowadays league. You just don't ever know what's going to happen. Even if you get beat out for that QB1 spot, be ready at QB2. Fight your ass off every day. Put in the work and beat the man out for the competition, but don't put yourself in jeopardy of Killing your career before you get it really off the ground and started. Or killing yourself. Exactly. <sighs> rant, rant over on that one. Rant over, guys. I'm done ranting on that one. But. Come on, Rob. <laughs> come on, man. All right. With all that being said, something else I want to touch on. I mentioned something to you guys last week once again. If you have not seen this show, you need to check it out. It's called ACC Road Trip. Oh, yeah. Been keeping up with it. So far, we've got a lot of good schools down. Duke, North Carolina, Florida State, mm-hmm. NC State. Shit, handful of others. Yes, sir. Crap, crap excuse my language. <laughs> handful of other teams, guys. If you love football as much as we do, you're itching for this season. This is just one more way to really get you to anticipate and get ready for the upcoming season. More way, one more look for you to get an insight at your team, feel them out a little bit better, see how progress is being made, feel like your new coaching staff, a lot of great things on the show. You guys got to check it out. Absolutely, man, absolutely. The great thing about this show is it gives you behind-the-scenes footage of practices. You can see what the guys are up to. Watch eleven on eleven practices. You know, watch the, you know, the one on one drills. It's just awesome stuff. They go over, you know, some plays. You know, they go through some walkthroughs. That's right. You get a little sneak peek also inside the facilities, football facilities, everything else. Not get to look around. The campuses. Yeah, you get a good view of the campuses. There's some beautiful campuses out there, guys. I'm beautiful campuses. Wake Forest, North Carolina. Dude, dude, have a great looking campus. Yes, sir. But. I just want to touch on that real fast for everybody. Like I said, it comes on every weeknight, 7 o'clock Eastern time. Yes, sir. Don't want to miss it. Don't want to miss it. I'm missing it right now as I'm talking to y'all, but hey, I can go back and watch it. It's cool. (laughs) All right. Now, 
Let's get into the meat and potatoes of things. The nitty gritty. The nitty gritty. The top 25 coaches poll just came out. Yes, it did. We're going to list these teams off to you guys. And first things first, this is not the first and goal top 25. By a long shot, I like to drink. <laughs> but apparently some this coaches poll, some of these coaches, they really like to drink. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say. I'm telling you, man, there's just some, some head scratches going on here. Yes, sir. All right, let's kick it off. Hey, number one, catch Alabama Crimson Tide. Surprise, surprise. Who didn't see that coming? Right. Old St. Nick, I mean, seems like he gets that number one pick every damn year. He really does. He really does. And, I mean, you'd be crazy not to. You would. Even if you're claiming last year was a rebuilding year and you were in the <laughs> national championship game. St. Nick, quit with the excuses. Come on, man. I expect better than that. Number two, Ohio State Buckeyes. Don't understand it. We're going to go over this in a minute. Mm -hmm. Number three, Georgia Bulldogs. Number four, Clemson Tigers. Round out your, your top five, the Notre Dame Fighting Irish. I guess they didn't get the memo. Brian Kelly's not coaching there no more. <laughs> Number six, Michigan Wolverines. I guess they didn't watch the playoffs. Number seven, Texas A&M. Jimbo Fisher down there at College Station. Number eight, Utah Utes. Could this be their year? Doubt it. Number nine, the Oklahoma <laughs> Sooners. Once again, I guess they didn't realize that half their starters and their head coach left. Should be interesting. Yep. Number 10, Baylor. Number 11, yeah, Baylor, BYU. Number 11, Oklahoma State, the Cowboys. Number 12, Oregon. Should be interested to see what Bo Nix can do up there. Yep. Number 13, North Carolina State, Wolfpack. Ranked side top 15. Love seeing that. Number 14, Michigan State. 15, the USC Trojans. The same school that fired their head coach last year because they were that deep in a garbage can. Yep. Whatever. Number 16, <laughs> Pittsburgh. Don't see it. Number 17, the Miami Hurricanes. That's surprising. Number 18, Texas. 19, Wake Forest. Rounding out your top 20, we got the Wisconsin Badgers. Number 21, we got the Kentucky Wildcats. Underrated. Number 22, Cincinnati. 23, Woo Pig Suey, the Arkansas Razorbacks. Underrated. Very much. Number 24, Ole Miss. Who do Lane Kiffin pay? Number 25, Houston. Who? Houston. <laughs> As in Houston, we have a problem. Who the hell did this list? <laughs> Goodness gracious, man. There's some good picks on here. Some picks that are, I think, right on point. But the majority of this... Number two, Ohio State. Where the hell does that come from? They weren't, they weren't even in the playoffs last year. <sighs> they got their ass kicked by Michigan last year. Yeah. And Michigan wasn't nothing... Don't get me wrong. New Michigan was not a bad team last year. They were decent. They were decent. Did they deserve to be in the playoffs last year? I don't think so. And they crippled Ohio State. But somehow Ohio State's ranked number two in the preseason. Right. 
but Georgia's number three. So you're telling me right now if Ohio State and Georgia played on a neutral field tomorrow, Ohio State's going to beat Georgia? I don't think so. No, I don't. I don't see it. Do not see it, guys. I just I don't understand Ohio State, Notre Dame being number five in the nation. When are we going? I don't even really until see. Notre Dame. I'm sorry, I mean, cut you off, but this I got. I just got to do this real quick. Yeah. Until we see Notre Dame going up against some incredible competition and winning, I don't want to see him in the top five. No. You can flirt around with the top ten a little bit maybe here and there. I mean, we might invite you over occasionally. But don't ask to stay tonight. Don't come for that top five. No. 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 I'm sorry, but you lost your head coach that brought you the most success you've had since Lou Holtz. Mm-hmm. Last year was a down season for you. I mean, it wasn't a terrible season, but it was definitely not the best year. I just I don't see them being a number five team. Okay, I mean Notre Dame. You see them beating Texas A and M. I don't. No. Do you see Notre Dame beating North Carolina State? No. How about Kentucky? Hell no. Arkansas? Absolutely not. Wake Forest? What? Mm, maybe. <laughs> With Sam Hartman? With Sam Hartman? Absolutely not. Miami. Oh, hell no. I just I don't see it. I don't understand that at all. Michigan, once again, the way I would rank my top 25 is if these teams played right here, right now, today, neutral field, these teams should be ranked on who would best who. Right. Alabama, could they beat any team any given day on neutral field? Yeah. Absolutely. I'll give them that number one spot. Because I don't see if Georgia and Alabama play five times, I just don't see Georgia taking them three out of five. Right. I don't see it. Georgia, though, close number two. I'd have to have Clemson at number three before Ohio State. Honestly. I would almost agree with that. Yep. Clemson's offense is unproven, but would I be willing to say they got probably the third best defense in the nation? Yeah. Well, here's the thing. I mean, I – I go off the principle of offense wins your games, but your defense wins your championships. And Clemson has a championship defense. Absolutely. If you can just get your offense to be manageable this year, you can be a great team with Clemson. Yeah. Michigan, inconsistent. Very. They can be a great team on some days. Jim Harbaugh's a hell of a coach. I'm not going to deny that. Mm-hmm. Incredible coach. But there's no consistency in this program. None at all. You might be at Ohio State this week, and next week get blown off the field by Michigan State or <laughs> Purdue. So, I mean, there's not enough consistency there yeah. for me to see you as a top ten team, not, let alone knocking on the top five. Right. The Utah Utes. Who Who do you play? Who, who do you beat? Yeah, for real. I just – I don't see you guys beating up on a North Carolina State. It's hard for me to see you beating up on Arkansas, Kentucky. Hell, Oregon for that matter. Yeah. That's hard for me to see. 
Oklahoma. I don't understand that one. They've lost way, way too much to be top 10. Yeah. Maybe top 25, but not top 10. I agree completely with that. Baylor, I, I, I give Baylor more respect than I do a lot of these other schools, honestly, because Baylor is pretty consistent. Mm-hmm. They're always consistently a pretty good team. Yeah. They're not quite great, but they're always a pretty good team. Again, top 25, not top 10. Baylor, no, I wouldn't give them top 10, but I could justify them more than I could justify a lot of these other schools in the top 10 right now. Yeah. Oklahoma State, again, good football team. I really don't mind Oklahoma State all that much being at number 11. Not really. They've had a really good team the last couple of years. Oregon at number 12, I don't mind that that much. It's a little tough see because they lost their head coach. Mm-hmm. But you got a lot of talent up there. Yeah, they didn't lose a lot. And Oregon consistently puts out a pretty good football team. Mm-hmm. NC State at 13, love it. Yep. Love it. I think that's a great spot. I think you could have very easily put them in a number 10, number 9. Yep. Honestly. Number 13, it's just enough to put a chip on the shoulder and motivate them guys. So I love that. Yep. Michigan State at four, number 14 in the nation? No. I don't get it. No. USC Trojans, besides the coach's poll, absolutely kissing Lincoln Riley's ass. I don't understand that at all. I mean, Oklahoma at nine. Lincoln Riley left Oklahoma and brought half his team over to USC. So I see USC at number nine over Oklahoma. But I don't see either of these teams really in the top 15. Hell no. No. Hell no. I mean, when we talk about USC, let's be honest. They have not really been a relevant team since – a nationally relevant team since Matt Liner, maybe Mark Sanchez. But realistically, they were not – they have not been that great since Pete Carroll days. Right. I, I can see UCLA over USC. Yeah. Yeah, me too. Pittsburgh. I love seeing ACC school thrown in there, but let's be honest – you lost your star quarterback, and you lost the best wide receiver in the nation. Yeah. That was your whole offensive production pretty much right there. Yeah. So, I don't know what the hell we're going to see with Pittsburgh this year. Right. That That's really a coin toss there. I mean, if you want to include them in the top 25, great. But I think they need to be further down the list. I agree. I also think this next team – should be further down the list. I think they deserve a top 25 ranking. But to put them at number 17 to start preseason, Miami Hurricanes, I'm a what-have-you-done-lately-for-me kind of guy. <laughs> and they were decent last year, but they were not great. Their head coach got fired. Mm-hmm. If your head coach gets fired, people, you're not a great football team. Unless your Penn State years ago situation with the Sandusky Tickle Monster running around. <laughs> yeah. It's a whole different deal there. A whole different ballpark. Yeah. <laughs> but Miami, I, I much rather would have seen them at like a number 23, 24, somewhere in there. Barely cracking top 25. And then if you lose, it doesn't mean that much if they lose and fall out in the rankings. But if they win, then they can work their way back up and they can deserve it. Right. But. 
if you get beat at number 17 early on here, then everybody's just going to say, oh, well, Miami's overrated, as usual. Yep. And it kills the whole self-esteem of the program. I'd rather build a program up, start with lower expectations and work your way up, build the crowd, build a following. Yeah. Then start off with your head blowed up and run in and get punched in the mouth. Yeah. I do, however, like Miami's rankings over the next 18 with Texas. They don't deserve to be top 25. They don't deserve to be top 30. I mean, let's just be honest, man. I mean, yes, Texas had a hell of a recruiting class. They had some good transfers come in. But again, what have you done for me lately? What big games have you won lately? They didn't, deserve. They didn't even go to a bowl game last year, I don't think. I don't think so. I think they finished your 5-7 and seven last year. You got blown slap off field by Arkansas, who's way further down this list than you. Yeah. So... Makes no sense to me. Once again, None. number nineteen, Wake Forest. At first, I didn't like this. I thought Wake Forest was underrated. With the current situation with Sam, Sam Hartman, I don't know. Yeah, that's a big blow to take. I think they still got a great team around them. I think he's going to be there to keep the guys focused. If anything, and maybe even motivate them even more to win. Right. So, number 19, I, I kind of like it right now for Wake Forest. I've got a question mark beside this one. If Sam Hartman was still there, I would think Wake was a little bit underrated. With him out, I kind of like where they're at. I kind of like where they're at with him out. Yes, same, same thing I said. Number 20, Wisconsin. I think Wisconsin deserves that. Don't wrong, we're not a Big Ten podcast, so... I'm not the biggest follower of them, but I do know every single year, Wisconsin, you're going to have one hellacious rushing attack up there. Wisconsin is normally the most underrated team in the Big Ten, I think. I'm about to say, they, they put a pretty damn good program together year mm-hmm. in, year out. And they always got a great rushing attack, and they always have a pretty good defense. So, putting them in there at number 20, I like it. Right. 21, Kentucky. I think this was an absolute slap. In the face. Yeah. 110%. I feel like Kentucky deserves to be top 16 at least. I'd say top 10. Mm, well, with the teams they got in top 10, yeah, I could take them over a lot of the schools in the top 10 in the nation. But this is very insulting. I don't know what the hell they were thinking. All I can think is they're taking into consideration the question mark besides the running backs current stats with the team for the first couple games. Yeah. That's all I can think. The biggest slap in the face comes with the next two. Malik Willis, or excuse me, number 22, Cincinnati. You just lost. Wasn't it Malik Willis that played for them? Yeah. That was your biggest playmaker on offense. So, I just, I don't know. You were a playoff team last year, so I don't want to dismiss you completely. You always have a decent program. It's pretty underrated. But at the same time, I don't know. It's hard to say. I'd rather seen them in a 25. To rank them above number 23, Arkansas? That's disgraceful. Number 23, I was was getting to that, Rob. (laughs) I was getting to that. Quit jumping the gun on me, damn it. My bad, my bad. Gracious day. (laughs) All right, number 23, carry on. Dude, go ahead. I know you're chomping at the bits, foaming at the mouth for this one. Arkansas, number 23. To me, Arkansas has a chance 
to make a run in the SEC West to play with the Bama, to play with the Texas A&M. I don't see them being a 23-ranked team. I see them being more like a maybe top 15, top 20. But to be ranked 23, I think, is a little bit of slap to the face. I agree 120%. It's just it's insulting. Yeah. It is truly insulting. How do you have Texas at number 18 and Arkansas at 23? Right. How does that work? I mean, Arkansas is returning so many players. It's unreal. Yeah. Texas, I don't know what the hell is going on down there. <laughs> but whatever. Number 24, Ole Miss. The lane train. I don't see them as a top 25 team coming into the season. I mean, yeah, Lane Kiffin's a hell of a coach. But there's so many question marks with this team. They lost their quarterback to the draft. They lost your quarterback. You got a decent running back coming back. You got some decent receivers, but the quarterback really, truly is what made this team. Yep. I mean, he was the glue that yep. held it all together. And after Matt Corral got hurt last year, I mean, when he went down in that game, it just didn't seem like the same. I agree. It just so, seemed like a totally different team. We didn't get a very good look at it, but it was enough for me. Right. And there's just there's too many question marks. I don't like them being in there. And number 25, Houston. I mean, come on. Yeah. Come on. I mean, Houston, they play in a division where they're not going to play very much talent at all. So, I mean, if you take the win-loss record into consideration, yeah, maybe, but – they're not going to beat. They're not going to beat a South Carolina. They're not going to beat a Tennessee. They're not going to beat a Mississippi State. They're not going to beat a Virginia Tech. They're not going to beat a North Carolina. I just I don't see them beating those teams on a consistent basis. So. No. So I'm just I'm I'll be honest. I'm really disappointed. Yeah. With this top twenty-five, there's going to be a lot of programs that I've fired up. And when you hear me bang on some of these programs saying they're underrated, they're overrated, yada, 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 this is where I'm coming from, all right? If I'm on any of these next couple programs I'm about to name, you got to have a mountain on your shoulder, not a chip, a damn mountain on your shoulder because you've just been disrespected all to hell. I mean, you got Houston, Texas, all these guys in there. You don't have Mississippi State. Don't have the cowbell. How do you not have Mississippi State in there? I mean, yeah, they didn't have the best season last year, but they did take down Texas A&M last year, wasn't it? I believe so, yeah. Wait, that's also who took down Bama, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Or no, Texas A&M beat Bama last year, but then... Lost to Mississippi State. Yeah, got smoked by Mississippi State. I mean, you got Will Rogers, man, one of the best quarterbacks in the nation. You got one of the most prolific offenses. In college football, you got a great coach in Mike Leach building this program up, putting it together. This is a top 25 team. They deserve to be somewhere in the rankings between number 20 and 25. Agreed. I don't see how you don't have them in there. Another one, Tennessee, the Volunteers. I mean, 
Josh Heifel and those guys, they got to feel like they just got spit on. Oh, yeah. I mean, they were – they really turned the page last year. They really turned the corner on that football program. I mean, I'll be honest. They, they make me nervous. I look at Tennessee, and I see a program that could be very, very well be a nationally very much relevant team in playoff conversations and SEC championship conversations contending for that SEC game. Yeah. I assume I in the next four or five years. Yeah. Definitely. To not have them right is a disgrace. A big slap to the face. I mean, you know, don't get me wrong. Georgia is the returning champion, but Georgia's not got an easy road to try to repeat this year. They got to go through the likes of Tennessee. Tennessee, I mean, they're returning a hellacious quarterback. I mean, they're returning some good receivers. Running game is excellent. Defense is good. I just I don't see it. Play calling is phenomenal. Yeah. It just it doesn't make any sense to me. So that's two SEC teams right there that's just got to be insulted yeah. about this. On the ACC side, some of you are probably not going to agree with this. I feel like when you, the way you got some of these teams thrown in there, why couldn't you throw Virginia Tech somewhere in that top 25? They didn't have the best record the last two years under Justin Fuente. I'll say that again. Under Justin Fuente. Right. He's not there no more. Virginia Tech, in its heyday with Frank Beamer, Bud Foster, D.C., was always a top 25 team. Hell, normally a top 15 team in the nation. This is going back to what that used to be, but with probably an even more explosive offense right. than what they've had in the past years. Right. If you include a team like Oklahoma with an unproven head coach. USC, a team that won four games last year, five games maybe. Right. Texas. Right. Oklahoma. I mean, you throw all these guys in there, but Virginia Tech gets disrespected. Houston. Yeah. And you look at Virginia Tech, I mean, Lane Stadium, one of the toughest places in the nation to play. Yeah. You think that doesn't play a factor in this? You got one of the you got a phenomenal coaching staff coming in there. How do you I could see you maybe arguing, saying borderline, maybe. But how do you squeeze some of these teams that's in here in this list and they don't get a mention, they don't make the cut? They could very easily be a 24, 25 team start year off. Let's see where this goes. Right. And I would see them climbing up those rankings. Mm-hmm. North Carolina, they had a down year last year. But they started the season off last year ranked number, hell, what were they, number 12, number 10? Uh, starting out, I think they were like number nine. It might have been the top 10 nation. They was up there. They was way up there. Didn't have a year they looked for last year. But at the same time, they still beat some very good teams. Yep. You still got a great coach there. You got a ton of talent coming in there. You look at these recruiting classes they've had, bringing those players in there. It speaks for itself. So how do you have some? Of the, how do you have USC in there ahead of them? How do you have Oklahoma in there ahead of them? Houston, Texas, mm-hmm. hell, Miami. Miami hadn't been able to beat North Carolina in a while. Yeah. 
I mean, so, yeah, go ahead. It's just you good. It's just it's it's kind of crazy. It's kind of upsetting. I mean, some of these schools I think just got thrown in for the name of the school, especially in Oklahoma. But I mean, even one more. I'll, I'll do you even one more different. A Big Ten school. I know we don't cover Big Ten, but what about Penn State? Exactly. How do you Where's not? How do you not have Penn State thrown in there? I mean, I don't get it. where they at. I don't get it. I just don't. I want whatever they're drinking. Hell, West Virginia. Yeah. UCLA. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> they did come in and beat LSU very first game of the year last year, and LSU was ranked. That's what I'm saying. Man. I just. I don't, I don't get it. Yeah, guys, this list right here, if anything's for sure, you can bet on the fact that within the first two weeks of the season, we'll say first three weeks. Yeah, we'll go three. This list is going to be very, very, very different. Very different. I feel like this preseason list was built more around just publicity. Honestly, I think so. Who got the most publicity in the offseason? Who got the most hype? It's more about names. I think it's more about a recruiting hype. And speaking of names, I think one of the biggest reasons why Texas got ranked is because of the Manning name. Even though he's not in class this year, he's still going to be a senior. He's not gonna, He's not playing for him this year, so why should that matter with this right. season? Right. It doesn't because Nick Saban's been hyping him up. <laughs> This is the same man who tried to hype up the Citadel a couple years ago because the Citadel gave him a fit in a football game. Mm-hmm. This is the guy that tries to hype up playing UAB. I mean, come on, dude. Yeah. Like I said, I just I want to know what they were drinking because I want some myself. I just I'll be honest. Now this top twenty-five. I see about 17, maybe 18 schools that I think are legit that I can top 25 schools. Yeah. A lot of people got kicked to the curb here, got stepped on. Yep. Passed over. So, I don't know. We're going to see, guys. Yep, absolutely. But... So that being said, man, you got anything you want to add on all this? The only thing that I'd like to add on, man, is it is wonderful to be so close to football season that you can just smell it in the air. Absolutely. Absolutely, dude. Well, with all that being said, guys, <laughs> share this with your friends. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. Like it. Tell a buddy. Message us. You want to talk football, ask a question, whatever. Yeah. We appreciate any interaction with you guys. We always appreciate the feedback. We appreciate your support. We're just two guys that love talking football. Absolutely. That's all there is to it. Absolutely. So, until next time, guys, let's keep those drinks cold. Keep those chains moving. <laughs>